0: Thank you for listening to The Male Therapist Perspective. My name is Daniel Galarza, and I'm a licensed clinician. When I was a kid, I thought that maturity came with age. It seemed logical to me. The older we got, the more mature we got. I was way wrong. Just because you become an adult doesn't necessarily mean that you mature. Most adults will consider themselves mature because they take care of their responsibilities, which makes sense. To take care of your responsibility is a sign of maturity. However. A person can have a good job, pay their bills, and take care of their responsibility, and still be highly mature. And this is because there are different types of maturity. In my perspective, to be a truly mature adult, you need to be emotionally mature. When a person is emotionally mature, it just about guarantees that they will be mature in most aspects of life. We might not realize it, but many adults are very emotionally immature. Even the people that seem to have their lives put together. There are many people who work hard at portraying a certain life. They portray happiness. But some of us might know them personally and know that they're not happy. It's easy to assume that if a person seems to have it all, that inherently they're happy. There are many people who look like they have it all together, who are actually very unhappy and very immature. The difference between an emotionally mature person and an immature person is not in what they've achieved in life. It's in who they are in life. Those are two very different things. I believe that a person can be good at making money and achieving many measurable goals and still be a very immature person. A measurable goal is something we can quantify. We can put a number to it, or we can measure it. Things like how much money a person makes, how expensive their car is, or how many achievements they can account for. These are the things that people prefer to talk about when they talk about themselves or when they talk about their kids. So they'll highlight the car they got, or the vacation they took, or how good their kids' grades are, or how well their kid performed in a sport. On the other hand, a person's character is not easily measured. We can't always quantify how kind a person is, or how comforting a person can be. The measure of a truly mature person is in the quality of their character, not in how much they've accomplished. In order to be a truly mature adult, you would need to understand the concept of what is emotional maturity. To be emotionally mature is to learn how to best understand and manage your emotions and your behavior most of us tend to react to emotions. Mature people respond to emotions. To react to an emotion is to simply let that emotion dictate what you're going to do or what you're going to say at any given moment. When we have intense feelings or emotions, we simply react. Mature people have a better understanding of why they have the emotion and what they need to do about it. So for example, if a person is looking in my direction and they're staring at me, I'm likely to have a reaction. If I were an immature person, my defensiveness or insecurity might get the best of me. I might wonder if there's something wrong with me, or I might see that person as a threat for staring at me in the first place. Either way, my immature self would react either in fear or insecurity. An emotionally mature person would take accountability for their emotions. If a mature person is being stared at, they're likely to be aware of their own discomfort, and they would own it. It wouldn't be likely that the issue is going to be with the person who's staring at them, since the mature person can take responsibility for their own discomfort. For what it's worth, a truly mature person may not even take it personal at all. They might check in with the person and ask them, or do nothing at all and not think much of it. The difference between reacting and responding is in our ability to understand ourselves, to genuinely understand our own vulnerabilities, and to work on them. A person who doesn't know their triggers or their soft spots tends to blame other people for their emotions. That's a sign of immaturity. They really don't connect or understand how they affect other people. They find it easier to blame other people or to hold life responsible for their feelings and their reactions. You'll notice that some people are full of excuses and never take responsibility for their role in a situation. They tend to feel like things happen to them. They rarely, if ever, apologize because they only see what's being done to them and not what they are doing to others. To be immature is to blame other people for your reactions. So they'll say things like, You see what you made me do? Or nobody gets me. Or they'll suggest that you need to work on yourself, but will never suggest the work that they need to do for themselves. At the end of the day, an immature person fails to understand and take accountability for their emotions and their behavior. To be more mature, you would have to really understand why you feel the way you do. Why you react the way you react. Why something affected you the way it did. You would explore it to better understand it. When we better understand why something affected us the way it did, It allows us to make more appropriate responses. So, for example, if a person's being rude to me, my emotions will tell me that something's wrong. My maturity will gauge the situation, allowing me to respond based on the circumstance, not on the emotion alone. To be mature, you would have to work on your self-control. Just because you feel like doing something doesn't mean you should. And by practicing self-control, you learn to be more emotionally regulated. Emotional regulation is a key component to being a mature adult. It simply means you're in control of your emotions. Immature people also tend to be very closed minded They see the world through labels and judgment. They feel they have all the answers, as if they have it all figured out. These people can be very difficult to reason with. And that's because there's very little to no room for growth. They like to boast about how much they know, or they like to talk about how much they understand about people. This is how these people are, or that's how those people are. The more we tend to believe that we have things figured out, the more we don't have things figured out. You can't really have a reasonable conversation with a closed-minded person. You can't spend years trying to reason with the same person and not make much progress. They don't feel like they need to change. In many cases, change is not convenient for an immature person, either because they like the way things are, or because it's too difficult to change. Generally, my rule for dealing with unreasonable people is to stop trying to reason with them. State your case, say what you have to say, and then leave it at that. Don't push it any further because you're not going to get very far. To be mature means that you're a lifelong learner. Mature people tend to be more curious about learning about themselves and the world. They keep an open mind to learning new things. And the more a mature person understands, the more they tend to realize how much they don't know. They humble themselves. Lifelong learners are open-minded about other people. They take time to understand others by asking questions or by exposing themselves to new experiences. Or at the very least, they can acknowledge that they don't have the answers to everything and they're willing to learn. Mature people take responsibility for making a mistake about another person. To be mature means that you avoid using labels or judgments about others. Catch yourself. If you notice yourself judging other people or putting labels on people, that's a sign of immaturity. Mature people don't see others through labels. They take time to understand or at least acknowledge that they don't understand yet. It also means that you're open to criticism from other people, especially those people who care about you. A mature person can take feedback from someone who loves them. Instead of rejecting the opinions or thoughts of their loved ones, they keep an open mind. They don't have to like the opinion. They don't have to agree in the moment, but they will consider it. And ultimately, a mature person can take that information and grow from it or simply not agree, you still have a choice. You don't always have to agree with the opinion of a loved one, but at least you're open to it. Unless that feedback happens to be from another immature person. Remember that an immature person wants everybody else to change. They see everybody else as the problem. If you know you're dealing with an immature person, and they give you feedback or criticism, in that case you can consider the source of the criticism, I wouldn't accept it. Another feature of an immature person is that they function from a place of fear or scarcity. Mature people function from a place of creativity and abundance. When a person is driven by fear or scarcity, they're generally worried that bad things are going to happen or that they're going to lose what they have. They lack trust in life and in others. As a result, people who are driven by fear and scarcity are generally suspicious of others. They either push people away or they work on forming alliances for the sake of feeling protected. They tend to have a lot of negative things to say about other people because they feel threatened by others. Their insecurities can require them to put other people down so that they can feel better about themselves. And an immature person is likely to have a lot of complaints about people or they tend to bully their loved ones. An immature person can be very mean to their loved ones by putting them down or making fun of them. And instead of recognizing that they're being mean to their loved one, they blame them for being too sensitive. It's another example of how an immature person has a poor ability to recognize how they affect others with their words and actions. Because immature people are fundamentally insecure people, they might be inclined to create an us-against-them mentality. And in this, they create alliances. It's kind of a way of controlling people and keeping them close. In turn, an emotionally immature person can be a very anxious person, or they can always be worried, or be very, very selfish. When I say that mature people are driven by their creativity, it's because these are people who want to test their abilities. They're not too afraid of failing because they see failure as life's way of teaching lessons. When mature people fail, they can feel disappointed, but they're able to have a broader perspective of life. Just because I failed in this moment doesn't necessarily mean that I'm a failure. It means that this was life's way of teaching me that I need to change something or get better at something. That's a mature outlook. When you lead from a place of creativity, you're open to growth. You're willing to try new things and you're ready to get back up if you fall. And when a person functions from a place of abundance, they're open to be supportive of others. They don't worry too much that other people are gonna take advantage of them. Mature people can be good at distinguishing between the people who are genuine and the dishonest people. They know how to protect themselves. When you function from a place of abundance, you give more, you're more caring, you're more helpful, and you foster your relationships. When you function from a place of abundance, those relationships are genuine. They're not transactional. An immature person will create a transactional relationship. You get something out of this, I get something out of this. When we function from a place of abundance, we create relationships that are more genuine because we appreciate people, and in turn they appreciate us simply for who we are, not what we bring to the table. When you're driven by creativity and abundance, you're not naive to the fact that there are bad people in the world, You're good at setting boundaries and you trust your instinct because you've worked at understanding your own emotions and your own boundaries. When you work on understanding your personality and your emotions, you become really good at setting healthy boundaries. You'll avoid unnecessary drama since you'll become very good at not investing in people who are unhealthy. That's the difference between people who always have conflict in their life and people who have generally stable lives. They know when to say no and they know when to pull away. They know where not to invest of their time. They understand the difference between the people that's going to hold them back and the people that are going to lift them up. They don't get too caught up in what other people think about them. When you work on yourself and become more emotionally mature, you're more secure in yourself. And you're more clear about why you make the decisions you do. And you own them. You're good with them. To have a stable and calm life doesn't just happen because you're lucky. You create it with your mature decisions and your reactions. And finally, a mature person is governed by values. They have a good understanding of what their values in life are. And their values help them navigate their life. A person that values their family cares about their family. A person that values their health is mindful about how they treat their body and their mind. Keep in mind that healthy values are based on the greater good. A value can be unhealthy or selfish. If the purpose of your value starts off with, so I can avoid, so I won't have to do this, or so that I can be happy in life, it's likely that it's driven by fear or insecurity. An example would be a person that has the value of succeeding in life. If what drives me to succeed in life is so I could be happy, or so that I would avoid a life that I used to have, that value is driven by a desire to avoid negativity, or with the illusion that it's going to lead to happiness. Our personal accomplishments help us build confidence, but they are not the key to happiness in life. That is something we get to realize the more we mature in life. I'm good with me just because I'm good with me. And I will succeed because I'm good with myself. Not the other way around. True happiness comes in being at peace with you. And in order to be at peace with yourself, you will need to be more emotionally in tune. If you find it that you're the kind of person that can be anxious, insecure, needy, controlling, sensitive, or unreasonable, it's likely that you need to work on being more emotionally mature. You can do this by becoming more curious about your emotions. Get to better understand what drives you in life. I've mentioned that I like the practice of digging into your emotions three times. Ask yourself three times why it's important to you or why it bothered you. If something bothered you, ask why it bothered you. Well, because it was inconvenient. Well, why was it inconvenient? Well, because it made me feel like this. If asking three times is not enough, keep digging until you get to the core of what's driving that emotion. To be mature means that you're creating a better version of yourself. And it could take years of work, but it's well worth it. Because at the end of the day, we're either progressing and living our lives, or doing the same thing over and over again, and simply surviving. I hope this information was helpful to you. And if the information in this podcast can be useful for somebody else, feel free to share it. If you have any questions about this episode, or have any suggestions for future episodes, You can find me at The Male Therapist Perspective on Instagram. Otherwise, thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.